This episode of the Back Button Podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Try them out at trylootcrate.com slash backbutton and use code BRIDGE10 to save 10% off your first order. Hello and welcome to the Back Button Podcast. This is the Back Button Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Langbartels, and for once, for once... Excuse that vocal crack. Not joined by my regular co-host, the sweet, lovable Josh Ortiz. I am joined by a good friend, uh, a PC nerd, and uh, proprietor and possible something of something you don't need to know about yet, Nick Rawhut. There's a lot of some things that, that some is... people don't need to necessarily know about. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of that has to do with like what you and I are talking, but not like what... What, that that was a big hint, like that we're, <laughs> that back button productions is, is fucking up to some shit. But uh, yeah, no, Nick's here hanging out, and we are here to talk about PC shit stuff, not politically correct shit, because that is not what I am here for. Um, PC shit is in PC gaming and PC parts and PC peripherals. Uh, and I, I believe they're called personal computers, Samuel. <laughs> Jesus fucking, this is a bad idea. I can tell that already. <laughs> So, Nick, uh, you are a gamer, though. This is true. Yeah. That's, like, all I do with my life, really. So, uh, because we talked about it earlier, what what have you been doing recently as far as your gaming uh, life is concerned? Um, well, I kind of, on a whim, I bought NBA 2K17, which is really weird, because, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a sports gamer, really. You don't give a shit about basketball, either, though. Yeah, no. Yeah, basically. I mean, like, we live in Chicago, basically, and, like, the Bulls are meh, so, like, I don't really care about basketball, but... Fair. It was, it was in like the, it was, I believe it was the Humble Monthly Bundle was why I bought it. The like, Humble Monthly mon- Bundle? Humble, uh, the Hubba Bubba Max Bundle. <laughs> Thank um, you. It was Thank 12, you. It was $12. Nice. So I was like, you know, I'm going to get that and a bunch of games I don't know about yet. So yeah, I'll pick it up. Uh, other than that, I played a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Oh God, you're fucking, you're, you're as bad as Josh, you fucking weeb trash. That was also weird because like, I'm going to, everyone that's listening is going to automatically hate me. I've never played Final Fantasy other than Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, uh, uh, wait, hold on. You never played seven? No. You never played thirteen? No. Ten, ten, two? Nope. Fifteen? Nope. Dynafire? <laughs> well, fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. Uh, was that like uh, console locked? That was like on PS four. No, they had a, fifteen is the newest one. They, that they yeah, had and, on and PC, like, PS four, and Xbox One. Huh. Well, I, I didn't pick it up on PC. I thought that I didn't pick it up because it was like specific to a certain console i but think it was one of those things where the P- the pc version came out later oh uh, that makes sense yeah yeah so i probably just didn't care by the time it actually came right because you had heard about all the shitty bugs that that fucking <laughs> shit <whole> game had <laughs> but i i picked up 14 um i played they give you like it's it's kind of like wow where they give you like a week or two trial um oh, well, i'll give you one month sir uh, actually it's unlimited is until level 20 and there's also just like, let you know that nothing to do in wow but okay now that everyone hates me that listens to this podcast we're gonna no, so, no nobody's a wow fan here except me <laughs> they're all blizzard fans they just don't give a shit about same WoW. same yeah fuck I, off. i've played enough wow to know that i don't really care about wow i hate you like, so much i picked up final fantasy 14 and played through the free trial and i was like that was enjoyable because my big thing about that's probably the most praise i've ever given anything in my life uh, <laughs> oh, that, wow. was, that was enjoyable um destiny one 
Okay, Destiny, <laughs> Destiny I've which played is, a which lot. Which is still, for some reason, is still the number one game we have talked about on the Back Button Podcast as much as I've given it shit It deserves. Well, I don't know. I, I literally stopped playing Destiny 1 Do you remember Dinklebot? Game. <laughs> Do you remember that? It is no longer Dinklebot. Peter Dinklage did not have any right to be in Destiny 1. Uh, I'm just, I assume that's been talked about. Where yes. He, he did not care about no. that performance. So, yeah. But other than that, I enjoyed it. That was, like, the most fun I've had in recent memory playing a video game. was, like, getting the first max light level in Destiny 1 and being like, well, I, this game has consumed my life. And then uh, none of my friends, Sam included, would ever decide on a time to do the Vault of Glass. Sam, former co-host Adam, uh, yeah, everybody much, else we know, uh, host of the uh, Radaptation podcast, which we talked about in here, Thomas. Uh, yeah, none of us have ever. Yep, I'd be like, uh, hey, hey, guys. And Sam was a little bit better because, you know, like he does WoW, so he does rating. So he's yeah. like, I understand scheduling. And I was, I'd reach out on Twitter. I'd be like, hey, guys, like, when are we thinking about doing this? Especially Adam would be like, oh, you know, man. And I'm like, Adam, that's, yeah. not, that's not a time. Yeah, that's Adam. Um, we did it one time. Do you remember doing that? We did it we one time. We didn't beat it. We didn't even get past the first boss. No, we, we got all we got to garbage. our first like GPS check. And, uh, <laughs> and it we, was we fucking got fucked. trash. We yeah. got fucked. That was in the uh, the Vault of Glass raid. Uh, yeah. And we got fucked anally repeatedly. That was that was the only raid at the time. They had yeah. like, two PvP modes. I, I've heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that there was like a lot more PvP stuff added oh, yeah, after there I stopped playing. I played it again after Taken King. And then again after, because I did the raid in Taken King, and I was like, yeah, fuck this game. Okay, I'm done. And then I did the, uh, the new stuff, which was... The something something wolf something or some shit iron iron something I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> but it was an, it was the last expansion that they made. It was the fourth expansion and it was kind of fun. But like I didn't do shit in there. Um, Josh is a huge fan of Destiny as we've talked about, and he's done everything that and your mother included. Like he's done everything in that goddamn game. So that was like I I kind of felt bad about it because when I bought Destiny, I'm pretty sure I picked it up like at a GameStop as like a bad five second decision where i'd like i'd seen advertisements for it seems but like I didn't most of your really, life yeah we're like i didn't know anything about the game i'd just seen like the destiny symbol on advertisements and like oh coming soon and i saw it in gamestop and i was like all right whatever like i'll pick it up and gamestop being gamestop they had the season pass in it so i got the first two dlcs for free I was like, okay, well, that's fine. But by the time even the first DLC came out, I'd stopped caring about Destiny. None of us really played it. We anymore. all stopped. And I remember talking about that on the very first episode of the Back Button Podcast, which is buried somewhere on the internet the way it, where it belongs. No one will ever hear it. Uh, especially if SoundCloud goes under, which is something that's <laughs> happening. Uh, they had enough to last like 12 days or something as of like four days ago. So uh, go find it if you can. If you do find it, send me a copy because I don't have that. Pour one out for SoundCloud while you're at it. Jesus Christ! Yeah, if you're if you're a struggling musician, pour one out for SoundCloud. But uh, um, I lost track of what we were talking about. None of us played Destiny anymore. Oh yeah, so uh, by the time the first episode came out, like we had played it a little while, and I remember talking about yeah, not giving a shit. Like we stopped playing, and then I got my Xbox One. Shit happened. I ended up playing again, and blah 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 blah. But. This is actually a good segue uh, into what we will be talking about later, which I already mentioned, which is PC games. So, oh, fuck. I thought we were like 20 minutes in. Make a joke, Nick. Please, go. <laughs> what, uh, what did the Sam say to the co-host? Uh, oh, fuck. Please make a joke. Please. We need we need air filled. Please. Oh, God. Yes, we got 23 we more minutes of this. Please help. I was going to make a segue into what we were talking about, but like, oh, that's what we can do. Okay, so. Making a segue. So, Nick, 
we um they know what you're playing so you're playing final fantasy 14 and basically nothing else besides downloading dota but uh (laughs) what do you do what is your what is your what is your life right now yeah i uh right now i'm on summer break for school when i go back to school i'll be resuming studying basically how to make video games i'm a game dev major Um, so yeah basically my two options in life are be poor forever and die alone on the streets of san francisco (laughs) or like ideally end up working somewhere like i don't know blizzard will be great yeah yeah hello hello blizzard hello are you listening we tried they don't they don't listen i asked for a 20-year card i made fun of mike morheim they don't they don't respond to us they don't give a shit fucking jeff kaplan is daddy i just (laughs) i i just want to be able to (laughs) <laughs> i i that would be great um the only downside to that would be living in california i'm sorry for everybody in california but like i i wouldn't want to live in your state it's great to visit can we I go like live it. in irvine together can we just get an apartment i'll go i'll do i'll go continue my career of what it is now until you can get me into the writer's room but until then i need you to go work for blizzard as like some i don't know some bullshit art dev or something just, just go do it oh art dev oh yeah that's that's me art. That's, yeah. you think nick you think art absolutely Fine. go be like a, a fucking ui dev or something i'll fucking i'll take daddy jeff's job i'll write quests <laughs> yeah, for fucking okay. while i'll believe that when i fucking see it oh uh, at least i wouldn't have had the idea to put voice chat into wow i don't know who thought of that one jeff uh, here's the thing. So Jeff did that, but then Jeff made that so it voice chat is across the board because really it's Overwatch's fault. But um, Overwatch is perfect. everybody was already using Vent and Discord, so it didn't really matter. Right, like was- adding it in. A lot of people actually say that the Blizzard voice chat is superior to Discord in some ways, uh, which makes me want to like fucking yeah, punch him in the nuts. But I don't know about that. It's uh, I've heard shit. It was just a thing that like. It was unnecessary. They shouldn't have even, like, conceived of it, really. Yeah, they could have been like, oh, that would be, like, kind of neat, but, like, Well, they had voice servers in WoW starting in, like, 06. It was just not good. (laughs) So... And then it continued to not be good. Then Ventrilo and TeamSpeak were the big thing, and then Discord came out, and Blizzard was like, I need to hop back on this money fucking train, like, right now, and made the Blizzard team chat, or whatever the fuck they call it. I don't know. It's hot garbage either way. I don't understand. There's There are famous podcasters out there in the Blizzard, like, ecosystem that say that the Blizzard voice chat is just the shit. And no. No, it absolutely is not. Discord is amazing. I've, You're wrong. I've used it enough to know that that is, like, factually false. And by used it enough, I mean I haven't ever touched it. <laughs> So. Just because Blizzard can't make programs, they just make games. I kind of yeah. Where I'm just like you know we got Battle.net, which is a nice little like Blizzard. It's theme. a sleek little thing. Yeah. Destiny too soon enough. See, Destiny is the most talked about game on this fucking show. Destiny deserves to be talked about. I mean, like they they missed. Yeah, they do. They there was a lot of swinging at Destiny, and there was a lot of missing in Destiny. But like there were quite a few hits. There was a handful. There was a handful of hits. Like, take take it this way. Then we can we can work your analogy. So it's like me chopping at you with a machete. Like I'm most likely gonna miss even at this range, just because you'll move faster. But every once in a while, I'm gonna get a solid hit on you. Every once in a while, yeah. Right. I mean, like, but it only takes one good hit to make it like a kill shot. When we yeah, when we were <laughs> playing, I remember in PvP we didn't do much PvP because it was very very early Adam on. Did. Adam did all the fucking Iron Banner or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, that's, that's that all Adam did. That was like when they. I'm pretty sure Iron Banner was originally like a rotating thing where it would come and go like every couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, it still get... is like that. Oh, okay. I don't fucking know yeah. anymore. But like we we played just enough PvP together to understand that 
the there was one handgun that was the most overpowered weapon in PvP. Yeah. And from what I understand, there is still a handful of weapons that are the most overpowered weapons in PvP. Yes. So I think Bungie's strategy is just like, this gun is overpowered, we'll make another gun that's better than that gun. And Basically, yeah. Like, that's, I, that's what Bungie does. It's, it's not the best design decision, but it, you know. Of course know, not. Other than that, you'd have to, like, scrap a whole bunch of shit or rework a whole bunch of numbers. And, like, I get why that is not a smart decision from their point of view. Bungie does things under Activision, which is merged with Blizzard. Yeah. I, I forget all the time that Activision Blizzard is, like, an entity. And yeah. not, like, Activision. We talk about it, like, every Blizzard. week. Every week, somehow, World of Warcraft and Blizzard comes up. Every week, without fail. Well, this is, this is you. So, like... Mostly, but Josh is a huge Overwatch fan. I've been trying to get him to play Hots. That's fair. So, like... Hots is, like... He has a Mac, though. Hots is a resident sleeper. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Ugh, shut up. It is... You know what? I honestly believe that once... I think uh, eventually, much like the housing market in 2008... Wow. Dota and LoL have to crash. Topical. And... Dota will not crash because Steam is funneling so much money into Dota constantly. Like the $20 million prize pool that's coming up. But right. that's still rising. But League will crash. I I don't know because the people that I know that enjoy League fucking love League. I can't wait for League. Much like WoW in the early days, and I'm sorry. But like much like WoW in the early days, there was some shit that turned people off. Like yeah. even later, like when Pandaria came out. Everybody was like, nah, I ain't fucking with no fucking Kung Fu Panda bullshit. Like, they got out. And, uh... Fucking Jack Black, Blizzard. Exactly. And, like... my Terry Crews, Blizzard. Shut up. (laughs) And they they left. And I'm waiting for League to do something like that. They're gonna accidentally make some, like, crazy OP hero. And it's gonna be fucking nuts. And everybody's gonna be like, yeah, no, I'm gonna go play something else. They're gonna play Dota and be like, it's kind of the same thing, but not really. And HOTS is easier to get into. Let me play HOTS. I, I don't know, because it seems like HOTS gets the most shit, even, well, more, I think... More than Smite? Smite gets some shit. Smite doesn't really get shit, because, like, nobody fucking cares about Smite, which kind of Except for Xbox mobile players, which is, like, there's ten, maybe. I, I'm so mad that people don't like Smite, because when Smite first came out, I was all about it, because I love history. So I was like, this is gods fighting each other in MOBA fashion. Hell yeah, sign me up. Where do I pay? And right. Like, you don't pay. And I was like, bleh. <laughs> but... It was, it was another MOBA. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't really care. And my big thing, like, the only reason I enjoy HOTS as much as I do is because I don't have to think when I play it. And I know people that like HOTS are already mad at me for saying that. Uh, I, my job on this podcast right now is just to anger everybody who likes anything. But I'm, if, if I'm playing a MOBA, I don't want to have to feel like I'm in the international. Like, I don't want to worry about really in-depth builds or buys or this or that. So, like, like Hots is really, really good about that, where it's like, you just pick your ability. And, like, that me and Sam were talking about it. That fucking kill as uh, uh, Cho'Gall. Oh, my God. That was... The two-headed ogre. Do you remember when that first came out? That was, like, two years ago at BlizzCon that came out. <laughs> and I was like, Nick, come play Hots. Like, I can teach you the ways with Cho'Gall. That was, and we got good with it. That was probably, like, the second time I'd ever played Hots. Yeah. Know? And we got good with it. And then, like, later on, like, right before um, Dota 2.0 launched, like, you and I were dicking around in Hots. And we're like, dog, Chogall? And that's yeah. how that happened. We just Chogalled it again, and we did very well. It's it's weird. We had no right to do as well as we did. <laughs> no. I, I think just people didn't know how to fight Chogall at the time. So, like, we could get away with And even later, because shit. you never see him. Right. Like, who plays fucking Chogall ever? Right. Um, 
But that, that's basically it. Hots is very, very, like you said, it's accessible. And, like, yes. people don't have to overcomplicate things. And, like, I don't know why I downloaded Dota, but I downloaded Dota. I'm probably never even going to... Apparently, I have two hours in it. I'm probably never going to touch it. I told it you to fucking delete it. <laughs> right. I'm probably never going to touch it because, like, it's a lot of actual, like, thinking. And people fucking hate you in Dota if you don't know what you're doing automatically. It's not like it's Hots... It's the same thing with League. Well, people yeah. bitch in Hots, though. Basically, all, all MOBAs... Or like, oh, you just started playing this game and you don't know what you're doing. Like, like go yourself. play the fucking AI, you goddamn scrub. Like, right. get the hell out of here. Right. It's, I don't know. Like, Hots, Hots is just like baby's first MOBA. <laughs> oh, that hurt. You're wrong. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're not wrong, but that hurt. And you're right. But, um, yeah, I mean, you and I probably have the most Blizzard experience out of anybody in our group of friends. Yeah. If you want to call our group friends wow. at this point. But, well, there's some people. But, um... Josh. Yeah, fuck you, Josh. But, uh... I don't know. Blizzard Blizzard is just my homeboys. And there's so much going on with them. And I love them. I love them dearly. You and I were just talking earlier about how we both want to just go work for them and call it a day. Yeah. It's... They, they seem like... This is, like, kind of weird to say, but they seem like the anti-Apple where a lot of their business decisions are meant to make Nick, it... Nick, the anti-Apple is Google. Just letting you know. Okay, but, like, you, you know what I mean. Where, like, they, they try to base their decisions around, like, like consumer... Not necessarily consumers first, I guess, but, like... Players, I guess, is a better yeah, word than consumers, they, but it follows the same line. They want to make sure that their shit is enjoyable and liked. And that's, like, part of the reason why I like Overwatch so much. Uh, partly... A, I hate it, so that's why I like it. <laughs> everyone who plays Overwatch knows what I mean. But it's it's just, like, the frequent developer updates. And, like, Daddy Jeff being like, hey, like, this is shit that we're working on. This is shit that we've tried. And, like, every time you get to hear about, like, oh, yeah, Hanzo and Genji used to be, like, the same character. And he could stick to walls and one-hit kill you. And everyone that played him was like, this is the best character. And everyone who got killed by him was like, I fucking hate this character. That's great. I love that as, like, a game dev student. Just, like... I want to know what goes into these decisions. Why do they decide, like, like Doomfist? Why does he have the abilities that he has? Why is this this? Why is that that? Like, it's very interesting. And they seem to have taken a very, like, we want people to have fun. And that's what matters. Right. Like, part of it is, like, well, can we do this in a timely fashion? And part of it is, like, will this be enjoyable to, like, play against or play? Mm-hmm. And that's what I think most companies lack nowadays. Like, we saw... Like, I don't want to bring it up because it's been, it's been a while smile. now. Bring it up, bitch. It's been a while now, but, like, Mass Effect Andromeda, where, like... Which is still wrapped in plastic on my shelf, as some of you know. Yeah, so. and, like, they, they pushed it out, and I guarantee, in testing, they saw a lot of the issues. And some of the issues, you can say, well, you know, everyone has different hardware, this and that. But, like, you can see a lot of these issues in testing, and they shipped it how it was, and it wasn't right. And they patched it, to be fair, they had, like, a day one patch or a day two patch or something like that. But it shouldn't get to that point. And I feel like Blizzard isn't very afraid to push their own deadlines back if they have to. Because, like, who really, who does Blizzard have to answer to other than Blizzard? It's been talked about with Blizzard before, and you're not wrong, where Blizzard will cancel games that are ten months, ten years in, and not <laughs> give a shit. Overwatch. Titan. Yeah. Uh, Titan, uh, uh, Starcraft Ghost, uh, yeah. what's the other big one? There's another one. Warcraft Adventures. Lost like, Vikings 2. Shut up. <laughs> they'll just, they will just cancel games and be like, yeah, it wasn't working. Sorry. Uh, but then shit comes out of it. Like, 
right world of warcraft kind of had some stuff to do with warcraft adventures like some of the starcraft 2 story i think had something to do with starcraft ghosts especially Probably. the nova stories that are out now yeah um and overwatch came out of the remains of titan which jeff kaplan was the director of yeah and blizzard's got this whole thing about that but they also have this thing where they do not even like remotely talk about a game unless it has some like ability to work and they will wait and wait and wait and wait to give you a release date until it is polished like Abe Lincoln's nose in fucking Springfield. Tell me I'm wrong. Wow. Yeah, it's actually, that was a great If you don't know game. Illinois, that is a shiny, like, there's an Abe Lincoln, like, bust at his gravesite. And his nose is, like, super shiny. And it's because that is, it's, like, a good luck charm to rub his nose, which is fucking weird. But, like, it's, like, a good luck thing. So, yeah, like, yeah. people do it all the time. So it's, like, really shiny. And then the rest of his head is, like concrete it doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> yeah no it, it's it's very accurate like the the weirdest things for me were seeing like the i don't think they were developer updates but they were like the behind the scenes dev cycle of overwatch oh the dev q a's and yeah and watching where they had like video cut in of when they were testing i think it was orisa and they had the gothic zarya skin with bastion's minigun shooting like what was orisa's like projectiles and that, like, she had all of Orisa's abilities, more or less, and, like, that was what they used to test it. And, right. like, that sort of stuff, like, that's the sort of thing where, like, it doesn't look good, which is weird for Blizzard. Because you're like, none of this shit makes any sense together. Right. And usually by the time you see anything by Blizzard, you're like, oh, I get it. Like, this makes perfect sense. Like, this it's all goes Golden together. God right there. Right. Right. Well, that's just my opinion. Yeah, well, Blizzard is golden <laughs> god. Like, I pray to Blizzard every night before I go to bed on my knees up against my bed. My hands folded. And I just said the cross either way. But, like, I pray to Big Daddy Blizzard the entire time. It's right up next to this uh, WoW Legion. Yeah, right fucking... up next to uh, High Lord. Well, not High Lord, but uh, the god himself, Illidan Stormrage. Just just fucking, like, pray up to him. Please, Lord Stormrage, like, bless <laughs> bless me. But also pray to RN Jesus as well. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you have to. You have to, or else I you will get no card me? draw. Shut up. <laughs> With your bullshit Hearthstone reference, you piece of shit. Yeah. Um, Big Daddy Blizzard is great. I'm, I'm glad that, like, Josh is a Blizzard fan, but he's a recent Blizzard fan. Yeah. You and I have been Blizzard fans since, like, you were, you were a huge StarCraft 1 fan. Oh, that's a good thing to talk about. So what's your opinion on StarCraft Remastered coming out? Uh, I think... I think it's it's cool. Um, I I basically don't have any interest in it because I played StarCraft One as like a seven year old child and didn't know what the hell was going on and just mashed buttons and played in custom lobbies where I would just fuck up Zerg all day basically. Fair. Um, StarCraft Two came out and I didn't really care about StarCraft anymore, but I was like, that's cool to see that they're like not reviving but like keeping the series alive. Um, and then it was hot garbage. Yeah, well, I've heard it got better. It did get a lot better, and the newest expansion is supposed to be the best, but uh, I'm I'm terrible at StarCraft. Yeah, no, I me can't too. even beat the story modes, yeah. so I just stop playing. Like, it sits on my hard drive, but I just don't touch it. I actually bought, probably like three years ago at this point, I bought StarCraft 1 on Amazon for like a nickel, <laughs> and uh, I, I played through the first, I don't know, say, say five or six story missions, basically, and just couldn't progress any further. And I was like, I am actual trash at this game. Like, like, with Blizzard games, you definitely, at least in the RP games, um, you definitely hit, like, a difficulty wall. Yeah. There is no stopping that. Yeah. It just happens, and you're just like, well, fuck me. I just, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't have the APM for, like, keeping all this stuff alive, basically. Like, I, I can't, 
idea. I have to like manually click on all of my bases and like the units that I want to train. I don't, I don't like hotkeys too much. And that's what really fucks me basically is like, Oh, I'm being Zerg rushed and I got to go. How do you plan on being a game dev without liking like hotkeys? Oh no, no, no. Like I can, I can, there can be hotkeys. I just don't like to use them, which I think will probably help me as a game dev because like I can generally do everything the hard way. You're never going to test the easy shit and all the players are going to play the easy shit and then you're going to break it. No, 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 no. We're like, I, I know what makes a good hotkey. Like it's going to be, Oh yeah. All right. Hot shit. But like, what makes a good hotkey? Wait a minute. No, I got to hear this fucking explanation. Playing overwatch. Like I have my, uh, like all of my like chat interaction wheel, like the, the selection thing. All of those like options, like my healing, my group up, the all all of that shit, the banks, it's all bound to hotkeys that I never use, but are very very accessible. So like if I needed to, and like I couldn't even, I think like I need healing is X just because like that makes sense to me because it's right next to where your hand's gonna be. But fair. I know I you know what I have so much muscle memory on keyboards that I didn't know where it was and I had to look (laughs) at it and be like, oh yeah, that makes sense because W like it's right it's right where your thumb would be. Right, so, like, chances are if I need healing, I'm running away from something. So I've got, like, my W key pushed in with my middle finger, and I probably will just reach my thumb up and tap the X key or something like that. Or I'm backing away, and I can sort of just whack my finger down and play whack-a-mole on the X key. I don't like how accurate that was. Like, I'm thinking, like, how I claw the keyboard with WASD and yep. my W's middle finger and yep. just fucking around. Oh my I spent God, a that, lot of time. I am drunk. <laughs> Like like in every episode, I have been drinking tonight, and uh, we're having fun. And I just heard myself like gurgle like a fucking drunk boy, and uh, that's what <laughs> I'm doing now. Um, but you know what? It's getting about that time. We're gonna go a little early, and we're gonna take a break. Uh, coming on the back half, Nick and I are gonna yell at each other about computer parts and PC gaming and why PC Master Race is PC Master Race. But uh, we'll get to that. So uh, yeah, we're gonna take a break, and we will be back. Hey, Nick, I got a question for you. What's up, Sam? Hey, uh, you play all these fucking, like, games with, like, this, uh, like, like, I don't know, cool shit that you win after killing something? I, I do do a lot of that. Okay, do you play, you play Overwatch, right? Yeah, all the time. Have you ever paid for boxes? Couple of times, yeah. I'm not okay. necessarily proud of it. My real question is... Why are you going to pay for loot and not get physical loot? Why are you going to waste money on digital shit? It's a good question because, you know, like, especially digital loot, especially Overwatch, Jeff, hello, you're <laughs> going to get you're gonna get duplicates. Although, you know, the patch, whatever, you're going to get duplicates. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, you are. And uh, you know what's a better way of getting loot than, you know, doing the, the shitty fucking uh, Blizzard boxes and stuff and Blizzard coins and bullshit? I'm at a loss. If only there was, like, some sort of box or barrel or, or crate that you could buy full of loot well nick man do i have a deal for you so uh there's this great company called loot crate yeah like you just described loot oh crate God. and they send you cool shit they send you pop vinyls they send you t-shirts they send you buttons and stickers yeah i'm bringing stickers? that back stickers and buttons and uh you're gonna have a great time uh going with loot crate and you know what the best part is what's that sam i can get it to you cheaper no way. As the salesman that I am, I can get it to you cheaper. You want to know how? I don't, I don't believe you. Yeah? Fine. Test me out. Go to trylootcrate.com slash back button and use code BRIDGE10 and save yourself 10% off your first order. I'm doing it right now. I'm on my I, I fucking, you better. You better. You fucking better. I know you're not, but like you better. <laughs> 
But go to charliecrate.com slash back button. Use code bridge10 to save 10% off your first order. And enjoy yourself and get some t-shirts and get some cool shit. Nick likes cool shit. I like cool shit. You like cool shit, Nick? I, I already said cool it, shit. but like I figured. Okay. Speak so, for me. Yeah, I will. So we like cool shit. Go get yourself some cool shit. Loot Crate. Try it. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. Hey, Daddy. We are back. <laughs> and Nick just called me Chief and Mac Daddy in the same sentence. <laughs> and I'm <clears throat> I am very uh uh disturbed i didn't know you were gonna push record that early that was a private conversation <laughs> yeah I, I did not give my consent to this being released i was gonna talk about it either way you're fucked you're totally fucked but we're gonna hopefully uh now that we're both in a neighboring state talk about both <laughs> pc hardware software fun shit lame shit everything um so there is kind of a reason behind that and now that we've gotten far enough in the episode, I feel that we can talk about it a little bit. So Nick and I, um, in the Backbarton Productions uh, world, are those going to... Those weren't words. I want you to understand. Back you said button. the Backbarton <laughs> world. The Backbutton Productions like community. We are going to start some tech shit very soon here. Thinking um, about it. Yeah, we're, we're playing with ideas and we're doing things, but I figured having Nick on for a PC gaming uh, episode or PC hardware, especially for the PC gamers, would be a very good idea. So, Nick, start talking about PC hardware. All right, it's PC hardware. Use <laughs> um, that cop side degree. Yeah, that's that's a very broad thing you want me to talk about, PC hardware. <laughs> no, um, so there's, uh, we're, we're both fans of certain YouTubers on... on on YouTube, wow. Uh, on the tech side, Sam's really good at this. <laughs> you know what's really fun? I'm so much better with Josh when I'm drunk because Josh <laughs> will just talk forever, and I, oh my, <clears throat> and I will just fucking yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I need I need something to feed off of. Yeah, so like, I'm hoping need, to give you, you something. Talk. Um, talk about PC hardware. <laughs> I, hey, I thought you could jump in on that, but you know, we've we've come to a time in PC hardware where they're it's not just used for two things anymore. It's not just used for, like, enterprise product or gaming. It's used for Bitcoin mining. It's used for... Uh, That's multimedia. it. <laughs> well, no. no. <laughs> multimedia streaming. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> multimedia streaming. It's used for um, video editing, audio editing, like, so many different things. And it's just... I don't know. There's there's a lot for people to comprehend, and I feel that there's a very specific lack of understanding in, I'd almost say specifically in our age group, but in yeah. the group prior to us and after us as well, that they just don't fucking get like how computers work. I I feel like the group after us still might be a little bit too young to like. Not necessarily care, but, like, have as much of an interest in, like, oh, I want to, like, build my own PC or I want to do this. Um, and I get that because, like, if, if you're, like, 16 or 17, that's when, like, a lot of people build their first PC. But it's also still, like, you don't necessarily have the income to, like, if you fuck something up and break, like, if you fry your processor, if you burn pins, fucked. you're not getting a new one. Really. Nope. Um, so, but like the people older than us weren't really around, like they were mostly around when it was still like not super common. Like we were pretty great because we got like 
PC classes in like elementary school where yeah. you go and like do all those typing games. Um, but yeah, like a, there's a lot of lack of understanding, especially like I just mentioned when it comes to like building your own stuff on the hardware side in general. I, I feel that a lot of the generation after us and our generation are very, very good with the software side. Like we yeah. know how to, we know where developers are going to put the obvious answers to how programs are working or where to go, you know, change settings or close something or print something out, whatever. But I don't think – I think there's a great deal of people in our age group that just don't understand. They don't even know what a fucking HDD is. Yeah. Unless you say the words hard drive, they're like, I don't fucking get it. Yeah. Or you say storage or memory. The people who piss me off are the ones who say, how much memory does that have? And yeah. I'm like, eight gigs of RAM. And they're like, not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about then? Because that's memory. They're like, well, it's the storage. And I go, oh, like 256 gigs of, you know, whatever. SSD. Like, that's what it is. And they're like, oh, okay, man. I'm like, what? Huh? Yeah. What? You don't even know that flash storage is what is in your phone. You're just like, oh, it's got storage. I'm like, mm, right. shut up. <laughs> God, I hate people. It's, I mean, it, it's just not as hard as people think it is. But you, it, it's also. It's a puzzle. Yeah. It really is what it is. It's, it's building an Ikea fucking desk is all building a PC is. And it's it's a very expensive IKEA desk usually. Which I don't know. Is some of those difference. IKEA desks get, get up there. That's true, and you're not nearly getting you're not getting nearly as many meatballs when you build a PC. Um, or cinnamon rolls. True. True. Cinnamon rolls are so fucking good. But like I, when I built my PC, I I live with my grandparents, and I was building it like in their back room at their house, and they were like walking in the room and looking at me, putting all you know, just like plugging in a hard drive or like trying to do any sort of cable management whatsoever. And my grandfather used to install, like, satellite dishes and stuff on buildings. So, like, he, he knows a bit about, like, wiring, and he's better with, like, electricity stuff. But he's, like, watching me do all this, and he's like, how the hell do you know how any of this works? I'm like, well, it's, it's literally, like, this plug is shaped like an L, and that is an L-shaped <laughs> port. Right. So there there you go. That's it. But it's, like I say, it's it's not that hard but you need to have some sort of interest in even starting. Yes. Because a lot of people are like, well, you know, I've heard it's not too hard, but, like, I don't have the money to, like, fuck around with it. It's, or like... it's either the capital, the time, or they're lazy. Yeah. Um. One thing I keep hearing in our generation, and I keep, I hate saying that word, and I, I don't like going to the millennial thing, but, like, it's going to happen. <laughs> Extremely um... millennial voice. <laughs> but it's going to happen. But... The people who are like, why fuck with it when I can just go buy the next Apple product? I'm like, A, yeah. it's overpriced as shit. B, it's an Apple product, and you have no use for the hardware or the programs that Apple designed for that product. Right. You were literally going to use it for Word and for watching Netflix with your girlfriend before you fuck her. Like, that. that is the purpose of MacBooks to a lot of people. That irritates me to no end. Yeah, it gets me, like being in class or something like that and everyone's got a macbook and i've got like some shitty not sony like lenovo maybe i don't know I you had Sam toshiba. samsung toshiba toshiba satellite yep, yeah that's it got a shitty toshiba satellite from like five years ago that does just enough for what i needed to do for school whereas it runs word it runs google chrome and like that's it right and that's all i need People are spending like a thousand dollars for a MacBook and then using it for class. Right. Mean, they're using it for Word and maybe the occasional, for some people, maybe the occasional, like, I'm going to go in GarageBand and make a beat. Like, right. okay, cool. 
Like, right. that makes sense. That part of it, if you bought it just as making a beat machine, <laughs> yes, absolutely, I understand that. Because it's what it's made for. It's made for video production, audio production, like, it's definitely not made for gaming, so I don't no. know what the fuck you people are doing buying Macs, but, I don't, I don't, <laughs> So, what I kind of want to get into is... Now that, now that we've shit on Apple and Macs, we're going to talk about that. Even though we're recording on a Mac because, you know, that's what it's fucking made for, people. <laughs> um, Nick and I have have decided, like I said, we're going to start a tech channel. And the, the goal of the tech channel is to, A, explain how to build fucking computers, which isn't that hard. But also, B, do just fucking wild shit. Yeah. Um, so legally, we shouldn't really talk about what our first project is. What are they going to do? Sue us? Please, <laughs> Fine. please don't sue us. Please, yeah. please. Apple, please don't sue me. Um, we're we're going to build a Hackintosh. And if you don't know what that is, Hackintosh is a uh, off-the-shelf parts Mac that you have to technically steal the software to run. But beside that point, um, it's basically a Mac. And I we currently record on a, a, a older model Mac that just isn't great and everything's soldered to the fucking inside and you can't get in it anyway and it just kind of sucks but i love apple software for what it can do and i'm not about to shell out four thousand five thousand dollars for a primary system just to fucking record on so instead i'm gonna shell out thirteen hundred dollars and hopefully get everything working with good software and all that shit um but there's so much more to that there's the parts that we're using how we're using them um what it took to fucking get them in the box. Because, yeah. Holy shit. We haven't even talked about it. That's a little, that's a hidden gem we're going to mention in a minute. Oh, yeah. Is actually putting everything in the fucking, uh, getting everything out of the box the first time. Yeah. Because we've already done that for this project. We have, we have an old box that we're, we're going to leave as a surprise as to what it actually is. But getting everything out of the original fucking case was like what two and a half hours worth of work at least it probably didn't need to be but there was a lot of us looking at stuff and going what the fuck is that why is that there why are there eight different kinds of screws holding this one thing in place and then uh adam was with us and adam just kind of sat and played overwatch while we yelled at each other for what two and a half hours just fucking saying dude do you see this motherboard like look at how this fucking (laughs) wired like this logic board is insane (laughs) Uh, that gave it away, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just it's crazy. It's PCs are nuts. But what I really want to get into is now, Nick. You have built your own PC, and I have a custom build um, that I got from a builder company. For shame. Yeah, I know. But at least it's a builder company, not like I don't know a Dell that I threw a fucking card in, which is what the black one is behind it. Like not buying right now. Not buying an Alienware? No, fuck no. No, that was an actual Dell Inspiron that I literally <laughs> threw a Radeon graphics card in. Like an HD 660. Like, that is what I threw in that system and just was like, fuck it. That's almost exactly what I did for my grandparents' old computer. Yeah. I just bought a shitty Radeon graphics card. I needed enough to play WoW and enough to play Civ, and I was going to be perfectly happy because I had an Xbox at the time. Yeah. And then PC gaming took over my fucking life. Same. And I switched to... What I have now, which is like, it's it's a GTX 960, which for those who don't know is an NVIDIA graphics card from the last generation, uh, mid-tier. I'd say it's it's like the mainstream tier because the 1070, or, I'm sorry, the 970 and the 980 were the top-end cards. Yeah. Besides the Titan, which, fuck the Titan. But I'm running an Intel processor. I've got 8 gigs of RAM in there, which I need to upgrade. Uh, and then, like, Nick built his own, which he's got... 
you have an Intel processor with an AMD card. Yeah, I've got the 4770, not K, because I'm a little pussy. And I was <laughs> Didn't want to overclock. Yeah. Uh, I got the AMD R9-280X video card, which is also like a very middling card. It runs things on like high, basically. It's, it, right. You're not going to hit... You'll hit older like games ultra. on ultra, but you'll hit high on most current things. Right. A few more years, you'll be hitting mids, and that kind of sucks. So yeah. that's when the upgrade needs to but come. But it, it was like... a like a black edition where it was like factory overclocked, which that was also like that was going out on a limb. Cause I was like overclocking scares me because I'm a child. Um, but also I want it and it's not super expensive. Right. And then the factory overclock wasn't as stable as you would think a factory overclock is. So I had to like manually adjust some of the settings and that was, that That's was disgusting. Tricky. Yeah. I made the card because I was like, this card's broken and they sent me a different card. <laughs> And it had the same issues, and I was like, "Oh, it's just a shitty overclock." Okay, um, so that was that you was. You probably a trick. weren't pumping enough power into it. It is an AMD product. No. For those who don't know, AMD products, the way they run is you throw power at them until they fucking work. Where Intel is like, "Give me a little bit, I'll I'll do what I can." Yeah. Um. It the the AMD card basically like I I told it draw as much power as you need. You know, I'm like MSI Afterburner, and I was like, take however much power you need. Um, it's like core clock was supposed to be like one gigahertz. And I, I was like, go down to like 975 and try that. And it ran stable for like a couple months before like it, it gave me like really bad artifacting one day and I had to reset it. And then that was it. And it was fine again for another couple months. So that's what I've been running at now is like 975 like megahertz. Um, now you run your cryptocurrency off that too. So cryptocurrency, uh, which we're about to get into a whole other snake pit of this yeah. shit. Cryptocurrency is like Bitcoin or what's the new one? Ether? Yeah, Ether has been really big. Somebody just made like $2 million or $200 million off of Ether trading. Which, which is, is fucking insane. Yeah. Which is another build that we have in the works is doing a cryptocurrency machine. Uh, specs will come out for that eventually. But what cryptocurrency is, is like, like I said, Bitcoin, Ether, that kind of thing. Where it was big in the news for a while. It just got big in the news again. And... Anytime somebody makes a boatload of money, yeah. it gets big in the news. And all you need for it, basically, is a mediocre or better GPU. Yeah. Uh, even better if you can get, like, graphics card. four of them. Yeah, yeah, you can get four you of them and you're get running... four Titan Xs. Just throw them all together. It's fine. You're you running, go you're on running like, a goddamn... You're, you're making a Bitcoin a day. Like an Intel Celeron processor. You can throw that on there. That's fine. As long as you got the <laughs> GPUs on there. As long as you have a shitty GPU and it's... Or I'm sorry, a good GPU and a shitty CPU and it's running Windows. Like, you're fine. Yeah. You could probably run Linux too, couldn't you? Yeah, almost definitely. Dude, I could probably run it off that little fucking Raspberry Pi there. It's not going to get me shit, but I could do it. That's what most, like, you can buy, like, pre-made mining rigs and most of them are, like, a Raspberry raspberry pi attached to like a fuck ton of video cards that's, <laughs> that's, that's fucking like insane that's all you need because you need something that can like run a bat file and just <laughs> oh my sit. god dude i should just get my old phone or my old <laughs> nexus get a, a USB-C fucking external gpu and just fucking run mining software off it and call it a day i don't know about that i, I think that might be pushing it <laughs> yeah well shit happens yeah but yeah, so there's so much you can do with PCs now, and it's, it's just fucking crazy. Like, we just threw a whole bunch of terminology at you and shit, and, uh, like, I don't even know, man. Like, uh, PCs, tech in general is something that I've been interested in since I was a little kid, and my dad's worked in tech. Uh, I've always wanted to work in tech. I've been a huge gamer forever. I've I've always been big on the hardware side, though. I've never been interested in being a game dev because, you know, fuck coding, and I've never been interested in yeah. doing art because can't do that either. So I could write stories... Or 
I could literally build Xboxes. Like, those are my fucking options. And it's, it's fucking weird, but who knows? Maybe PvP will be the next fucking Razor or some shit. It'll be great. <laughs> what's, what's your... Uh, we kind of talked about it, so you're, you're going into game development now. Yeah. What is your like background with tech like did you grow up with it was your i know you said you live with your grandparents did your grandparents like have tech around the house and you just kind of fiddled with it until it worked or were you a tinkerer like what happened yeah, like not really i i don't really know i think all of my interest in tech basically comes from the fact that i play and i've always played a lot of video games that's fair and i've always been interested in like how and why they work and like it just kind of became a hardware fascination really where like i love building pcs that's why like when you asked me like hey do you want to like do a couple of these builds i was like absolutely and then i, was I like, sent him some fucking wild shit which we'll get into but it's wild right it, it's and Nick it's was like hell yeah it's a fun hobby especially if you don't have to like front the money for it which is great which is why i keep sam around mm-hmm. um but it's yeah i like i mentioned my grandfather did a lot of like electronic not electronics but like wiring stuff and satellite installation but he was never really like into it really it's it's just a job and it it paid well but it was what he did for a living um and i didn't really grow up with like a whole lot of tech but it just like i said games were always like what i did for fun and it just became like i want to know how this works and of course i think Everybody who played video games as a child was like, this is what I want to do when I I'm like an I want to make cool adult. games. Yeah. I wanted to be like a game play tester when I was little. Of course you did. And then I'm pretty sure I got like God of War 2 or 3, but it came with like extra bonus content and one of them was like a behind the scenes thing. And there was one where they were like talking about what it took to be a game tester and the guy looked like he was about to kill himself. <laughs> And really what he did was he was like, it's a lot of very, very, very dull, monotonous, like it's the same work day in and day out where you run through this segment of level, like only touching the left wall and see if you phase through. And then you do it only touching the right wall and see if you phase through and then you jump and see if you can't jump. And it's, it's so much. And I was like, yeah, maybe I don't want to do that for a living actually. Um, you thought playtesting was I'm gonna get to see the game beginning to end before anybody else. Yeah, and that's that's like what I get to do. I, I thought that's I was gonna be like a, a play paid testing. beta tester basically, and that's that's not how. No, that's works. what they have communities for. Have you seen Blizzard or Destiny who right. recently started their beta and is getting ready for that shit now? Yeah, like this shit's fucking not insane. on PC. Can't can't do that on PC. Yeah, yeah gonna we'll get it eventually. It'll yeah. be fine. But PC game PC master race PC gamers. When I when I got into college, uh, I went to community college first off for a couple years, and like when I was applying, they're like, "Oh, like what's your major?" And I was like, "Uh," because I just didn't think about it. And one of the things I saw on the list was like computer science, and I was like, "Yeah, I spent a lot of time on a computer. I'll do computer science." And I started. Wait, with that hold on. That is literally how you started being a comp sci major. Yeah. Yeah, it was on a whim. I was you like, could have been oh, a fucking English list. major or some shit. Yeah, but which I also, doesn't pay I also you, like but... money. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you. Which is pretty much it. Yeah. And as Oh, so you're in it for the money. You're not in it for the heart of the game or anything like that. You're in it for the money. You fucking I wow, do enjoy you suck. money. I, I was talking you to Sam suck. earlier. I was talking to Sam during the break and I was like, you know, if I could make money in hardware, I would. Because I love building computers, but it's so hard to make money doing it. Unless you're like already alienware. Unless you're Razor or Alienware or Dell or anybody else. Right. Like unless you were a part of the market when it took off, it's really hard to get into it now. Yeah. But you know, like I, I got to where I'm going to school now, like an actual accredited university and not community college. And 
they were like, oh, okay, so like we want you to take uh, calc three and discrete three and all this complicated math. And I was like, I'm like really bad at math. I'm sorry. And I, I made this joke to you before, but I need to have it like voice recorded. <laughs> so discrete math is like, shh, two plus two equals four, right? That was my hope. Uh, <laughs> that is not what <laughs> that's, that is. That's not what it was? No. Discrete math, at least like the intro discrete math, like discrete math one. Sure. Is like the math that makes math work it's a lot of proofs and it's a lot oh, of fuck like, graph proofs. theory yeah proofs i've done suck. proofs since i was in like i don't know the sixth grade and i was like yeah fuck that shit back yeah. then that's why i speak for a living <laughs> uh and try to convince people to do shit like that is my job and i'm trying to convince you people to go to uh, lootcrate.com slash back button use code bridge 10 to save 10 percent off your first order wow. but none of you fucking people do it so like do the thing wow love you love um, my listeners but great it, like once once they told me I needed to take all these math classes, I was like, that's like, I'm going to be in college for 50 years and still not have a degree if I have to take all these math classes. Sure. So what else can I take? What else like piques my interest? And like, I, I think I mentioned earlier, I'm really big into history. And I was like, I don't really want to be like a history major because like, I hate those kids. And you also don't get money. Yeah. And I, I don't want to be like a philosophy major because I also, <laughs> I like money. I don't know if you've heard. Um... <laughs> But then I saw that my school offered game dev. And at the time it was like you it's it's it was the game dev major with uh emphases or like specifications in like art or writing or like being a designer that Wait, sort you of can thing. do game dev writing? I don't think you can now. Can you can you send me a link to your school real quick? Can, uh, can I sign up? Do you have money? <laughs> I'm funding this shit. Yes, I've That's got true. some money. That's true. The government will also pay you. I do but, live alone. It works out well for me. Yeah. Um, but, it, like, I was like, okay, well, that'll be fun at least for now. Maybe I'll do that forever, but I'll at least, like, take some classes in it and really decide what I want to do. And I took, like, my first couple computer science classes, you know, like coding and logic and all that sort of stuff and discrete math one. And that was the real reason I switched was because I didn't need to take any more calculus and I only need to, needed to take discrete math one. So that was great for me. Discrete Math 1 was, like, not as bad as I expected it to be. Like I said, it's just a lot of proofs and, like, logic, which makes sense for if you're going into, like, game creation, you need to know. Is it wrong that every time you say logic, I think, A, Apple products, like, Logic Pro, but also Logic Boards and everything? Because they, they refuse to use the terms that the rest of the PC community uses. And right. they're just like, we use Logic Boards. I'm like, yeah. that's a motherboard, sir. Like, you, you're making a slave board after that. Like, that little thing, <laughs> the little thing we found in the fucking, uh, the... We didn't. We didn't mention what we were building in Sam. Well, the little thing we uh, we we found uh, in a uh, former Apple products, which is not what we're building in. We're building in like this is from the old Mac that I used to record on. We were just yeah. tearing it apart to get practice. But um, the little thing we found was a slave board, and they it was like it came up as like a a coprocessor by Apple terms, and I'm like, no, that's that's a slave board yeah. just running other shit. Like, fuck you. Apple That's just, what it is. They like to be different, and they like copyrights. <laughs> Basically, what Nick and I do is we recently, to get ready for the building and everything, we've been tearing apart shit. So we've torn apart a couple old Macs. We've torn apart an old PC. We've torn apart just weird shit just to see what we can get ourselves into. Yeah. And uh, funny thing, uh, iPhones are very not fun to tear into. Yeah. They're, they're very small, and they're very hard to get the cords back correctly. And yeah. Because, you know, as, as Apple is wont to do, they don't want you fucking with their stuff. 
Apple products, nope. you get them as they come, and then ideally, if if Apple were to have its way, you would never even touch it. It would just <laughs> exist in its own realm of like <laughs> being, and you would occasionally look at it and admire it for its beauty. But like even something as simple as like, okay, I want to like swap the screen on this iPhone. Yeah, that's it's not that easy. Well yeah, because Apple likes to. The uh, fingerprint sensor slash home button in an iPhone is like... Six and newer. Yeah. Is like bound for life to the screen. Or the, at the least... The screen is the home button's waifu. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's all weeb trash. I'm I'm the biggest weeb that you've ever had on this show. No, so like, Josh I feel is. Kinda, really? Josh is bigger weeb than you are. You're close. You are so close. But Josh is the bigger weeb. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like I got to catch up. I need to you're, renew my fucking, fucking Crunchyroll like... subscription. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, my whole brain hurts. Continue your thought on fucking weave trash or iPhones Wait, or whatever. The the button and the screen, or at least like the touch capacitive part of the screen. I don't know about probably not the actual like glass overlay or whatever, but they are bound for life. And if you swap the screen into or swap the home button into a different iPhone or vice versa, whatever. Uh, the touch sensor won't work because it's registered to work with the old screen. Mm-hmm. So if you get the fancy, like if you break your home button, but you have an extra iPhone laying around for some reason, and you just like, like, you know, maybe I'll try to see if I can swap these out. And if you do it, uh, good luck ever getting into that phone without a pin, basically. Right. Um, it's 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 too complicated. What doesn't help is that in the sevens, the uh, Apple changed the home button to instead of being like a pushable home button it's just like the it's like the 3d touch home button thing Uh, like the macbooks are where it's got like a little click to it but that's it and it's all haptic feedback it's not even an actual click yeah that's i don't like it i fucking hate it that's my biggest concern like i just switched from an old old iphone 5s to a OnePlus 5 when it came out. You joined the team, and I love you for I it. I did. And, like, one of the biggest things I can't get used to is that the home button isn't a button. It's just a touch sensor. That yeah. Like, it still does, like, buttony features, and it has, like, haptic feedback, but it's not clicky, and it's, like, recessed into the phone, and it's it's weird. What and, took me a while to get... Uh, continue, I'm sorry. Well, no, just, like, I, I just, like, I saw the, uh, the on-screen buttons, and I just, I'm not a fan of those. I know everyone in the world loves the on-screen buttons. I like the I like the capacitive buttons on the 5, and it's, it's weird. Just when I click the home button, I expect it to, like, be a button, and it's not. Because you're not used to it yet. Right. You know what? Honestly, give it four months, you'll be used to it. Every fucking step of the way. I'm, I'm hoping so because, like, I, I mentioned, like, a couple weeks ago that I downloaded, like, my Steam app authenticator thing <laughs> on, right. on the OnePlus 5. And Steam, Gabe, my buddy, my buddy Gaben, I <laughs> love you. I love your products. Gabe Newell, for those who don't know. But here's the thing. When you get a new phone and you download the Steam authenticator... Steam will be like, hey, uh, you haven't signed in on this device. Please sign in, which, yes, great, love it. You sign in, and it says, cool, uh, you have Steam Mobile Authenticator set up. Please enter your authentication code. Uh, there's the problem, is that I'm trying to activate the authenticator, and you want the authenticator code. So you can you can see why that's an issue. Luckily, I hadn't sold my 5S yet, so all I had to do was like go into that and use that authenticator to put it in, and it was it was more complicated than it needed to be. 
because I apparently people don't use mobile authenticators for I some reason. I literally do not know how I'm about to tie this back into Blizzard, but I'm about to tie this back into Blizzard. So Blizzard does this fun thing where when you get a new phone, um, they say, okay, great. Give us your registration key from your old one. And if you stay with Apple or if you stay with Android, your old registration key, if you do it right, is going to be saved to your pictures. It'll be saved in your screenshots. So all you got to do is flip back, find it real quick, and be like, okay, here's the registration key. So like, cool, man, thanks. And then they also give you push notifications for your uh, uh, yes and no for uh, yeah, that's nice verification, which is very nice because I was logging in the other day on like, my new laptop or something. And it was like, hey, do this thing. And I looked at my phone and the notification popped up. And I was just like, oh, yeah, accept. Yep. It's fucking itchy. I actually just like yesterday, I think, was the first time I had to deal with like my Blizzard stuff being moved to the new phone. Because when I first got it, like I downloaded Hearthstone, which is kind of weird because like I don't really play Hearthstone that much. You're obligated it. to have. Right. I felt like I should have this. Um, so I downloaded it. And, of course, Blizzard was like, hey, uh, what, what's up with this? Like, are you new? Are you an existing user? And I was like, yeah, existing, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool, sign in. I did that, and it was like, use your authenticator. And I was like, oh, f- another authenticator that I didn't sign into yet. So I had to back out of Hearthstone and go into the authenticator, and it didn't give me the option to use, like, my, my registry key. So I just signed back into, like, Battle.net, and it was like, oh, okay, yeah. And then it acted like it was a new authenticator, but it gave me the same, like, registration key and, like, recovery key mm-hmm. as the old one. So, like, it's obviously tied to your account, which is great. I think that's wonderful. Because it scared the shit out of me at first. I was like, what does this mean now? Because now I have two authenticators, and what's going to happen? And I was like, oh, it's it's the same one. Right. So they're, they're, like, a step and a half above Steam already, just because they didn't ask for the authentication code to get your authentication well, code. Well, here's the thing. Steam got all their games first, and then started the authenticator. Blizzard was yeah. like, nah, we Blizzard, and then we started the authenticator, and then we're getting more games. Like, you know, Destiny 2. Uh... <laughs> I, I honestly don't believe Blizzard is gonna go after Des- or go after Steam. Um, no, but the opportunity is there for Activision to now have PC games that are running off the Blizzard Battle or the Blizzard Launcher because it's no longer called BattleNet, which makes me sad. That's kind of the thing though. Is like Activision they have a, a decent repertoire of games, but like oh, yeah, that's, that's a two dollar <laughs> But like. Really, you think Activision, chances are, even nowadays, you think, like, Call of Duty. And you think Blizzard, That's and you all think, you like, think of. World of Warcraft. That is all you think. Uh, so Overwatch like, is almost eclipsed. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably would... I don't know. I, I'd be hard-pressed just because, like, I played both of them. But That's irrelevant. What I'm trying right. to say is that, like, Activision, Blizzard, together as a company, don't have nearly as much to gain by making, like, quote-unquote, Battle.net like Steam. Yeah. Like, it's it's better off as it is now, just being like, hey, these are our, like, five or six games. You can launch them from there. Like, we're not going to we're not gonna host, like, it's not Planet like EA Side Origin or any of that shit. Right. Like, you, you know, we don't really care. Like, this is our stuff in our launcher. Right. Which is, it's kind of fucking great. Because yeah. I like Steam. I love, I've been playing PUBG a lot lately. Uh, PUBG is great. Shut the fuck up. And I've been playing with Adam and my brother and a bunch of different people. But it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And... I can't imagine PUBG running on Battle.net. Yeah. But at the same time, I can because Battle.net has a lot of features that I prefer to the way Steam does things. Steam's got the shift tab thing, and then you can go out and do your chat and all that shit. Blizzard, all of their games, you can just fucking chat to your friends right from the actual in-game interface, which is fucking sick. Yeah, that's nice. But 
back to the hardware side. Because <laughs> we've, we've gone on a tangent, which is what we do on the Back Button Podcast. We go on deep tangents, and you guys like listening to it, and it's cute and awesome and everything. Just a little bit. Um, So, Nick, what made you really switch from console, which I know you grew up on, yeah. to PC gaming? Um, Basically, just it's it's objectively better. And I was like, that that sounds nice. Like just just being better is good. Um, I wanted games to not be thirty FPS frame locked. Um, Fair. Not, Even though on PC some of them still are. Yeah, that's that's just like as a game dev student, I'm like, why are you doing this? Even like Bethesda games that are like the engine is tied to the frame rate. So like if you unlock. Like, even Fallout 4, if you unlock the frame rate in Fallout 4 and you hit, like, 120 frames, the physics just freak the fuck out. Because mm-hmm. the engine that they're using, oh, they've slapped a whole bunch of bubblegum and patches on it, but it's it's not good, basically. No, not at all. So, all of, the, all of the systems within the engine are based around how many frames the game is putting out right now. And I get that because it's, it's really easy to code. And, like, I don't know, it's probably, like... C, C++, C Sharp, something like that, that all their stuff is coded in. Mm -hmm. But basically, all you got to do, well, I'm not going to say this, like I really know how what goes into making Fallout 4. But from all (laughs) the stuff we've done, all the stuff we've done in class, as soon as you want to not keep your physics locked to your game, you had this little calculation where you multiply everything by time delta time. And that's just fancy speak for like, what does, what do the frames think a second is and all you have to do is tell the physics engine to not really care about that just do what you're ever going to do times time delta time just basically make it think don't worry about we're 60 fps we're 90 fps 4000 fps that is not your problem that's the engine's problem worry about right worry we about want, the physics we want physics apply this force of like one gravity whatever unit per second Per like computer. Is second. that how? Wait, hold on. You're you're breaking my mind here. Is that actually how gaming physics work? Is it's based on actual physics math? Yeah. Well, that's why like companies creating their own engines are like multi-billion-dollar investments because you need like actual certified physicists to know how physics works. So like Unreal Engine, um, Frostbite, like all of that shit. Yep. Actual like real physicists worked on that presumably or really really smart computer scientists which if you have a computer science degree you should know all the physics because that's what goes into it that's why there's so much math in computer science because you need to know all these calculations or at least you should granted we live in the age of google so (laughs) like a lot of that is irrelevant now very true but it, it makes it so much easier when you want and most of these engines have really like the greatest thing about it is like ue4 unreal engine like uh unity all that stuff has built-in, like, GUI sliders. So, like, if if you want something to be affected by gravity less, you can increase its mass through a slider in the menus. You don't have to hard-code in some ridiculous calculation. All you have to do is tell, like, Unity, tell UE4, hey, this thing has a mass of, like, 50 now. And it, whenever it calculates, like, how much gravity goes into it, how much Is that force, based in units? So, like, it'd be, like, it's got a, a it's, mass it's, of, it's like, a 50 whatever. Yeah. And, it's, I mean, it, it's kind of easier to tell, you know, like, if, if you have a ball, like, if you place in a ball in Unity and you check its default mass value and then you see how it interacts with, like, being hit by something going at a different speed unit value, you can kind of just be like, okay, this is kind of, like, this is its default speed, this is its default mass, and, like, you you understand 
what raising a mass by 10 does. Sometimes you might need to raise by 10, sometimes you might need to raise by like 0.1 just to make things work. And that's why a lot of companies build their own engines because like Overwatch, Overwatch is very, spe- and probably like all Blizzard games engines are built very specifically for what they need. One of them is, I, I think if I remember right, like they're all based on common engines, but it's all different engines running the show right and like i i think there was an interview with papa jeff where jeff kaplan god damn it where he was talking about like why what was the decision that went to went into giving overwatch its own engine and he was like well we knew we were going to be doing a lot of things with like high speed projectiles and we knew it was going to be like a 6v6 shooter and we knew there was going to be a lot of this different stuff and like frostbite for example first of all blizzard is not going to license frostbite from ea because (laughs) that would be dumb yeah but like the frostbite engine is a good like shooter engine and it's it's used in like you know fifa and it's used in like plants versus zombies now but it's good for like kind of physics calculations but not really and that's why like some fifa games where like ball physics get kind of wonky but they knew going into Overwatch, they're like, you know, like, Pharah's rockets are going to be traveling at a certain speed, and they're going to have to have this trajectory, and everything's going to have to be precise, and we want to be able to mess with that. So why would we spend money on a license for, like, Unity or UE4 when we could just make our own? And then right. if something doesn't work right, we can change it. That makes sense. And uh, you're blowing my mind over here, man. And PC gaming and PC like game development and shit is just it's it's fucking nuts. And I hope to get into it more with you um, in the near future in the projects that we're working on. But uh, I, I'm sure there will be plenty of uh, bullshit talk while we're trying to build oh, shit yeah. and <laughs> test shit and everything. And um, you know what? Honestly, I'd like to I'd like to at some point maybe after each i guess we'll call it series or something depending yeah. on how you know everything works out we're still working out the details but after each series you know maybe do this like have you on and go nuts or even have a, a separate show but it's just it's it's crazy the amount of knowledge that you have about this stuff from growing up like yeah. we've we you and i have talked for hours and hours and hours about just different pc parts right and how they interact with everything on that because i grew up with a dad who knew software and I was like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm going to go into hardware. And then I never went into hardware. Um, but learning about stuff and still listening to like tech YouTubers, tech podcasts, tech everything, I've got knowledge about the, the, the companies on the stock market, knowledge about Apple, about Google, about Windows, and like Alibaba and Amazon, and like yeah. all these weird fucking companies. And then knowledge of the hardware and how hardware works and autonomous cars and like all this weird shit that's going on in the world. It's just really nice to know that I have someone else who's, who's grounded in a very similar subject. If not the exact same is tied to it in a way that we can have the conversations about, you know, the GTX 1080 is better than the, the new Radeon fucking Vega card, even though it's not like we, we know <laughs> that it's bullshit. But if you don't know what that is, Fucking Google it. I don't have time to explain it to you. We're getting close to the end here. The, the but, Vulcan API is actually, like, not very good because no, they don't care about it. Right, and DirectX 12 is still superior. Yeah. But there's no DirectX 12 support for, like, anything, certain, anything <laughs> ever. So, like, uh, oh, that's a good thing you and I can talk about. So, PC gaming. Mm. Arch Survival just had a price increase. 
So Ark Survival Evolved. Ark Survival is like still a game that people play? Yes, it was still in pre-launch up until recently. And it may still be, but they had the price go up to $60. Ooh. The game is still not launched. And everybody's yelling at them like, hey, uh, your game's still broken as yeah. fuck. And y'all promised DirectX 12 support, and that's still not here. Ooh. So like... What are you doing? And they're like, we're going to launch the fucking game. We're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. What are you doing? It, it seems like they're getting a little cash grabby at this point where they're like, you know, people bought it when it got, what did it get like green lit or did it just appear on it Steam? It was in green access? light and early access and all that shit. And now it's. And like YouTubers picked up on it because it was like a wacky, like rust kind of like survival game. But and, dinosaurs. Yeah. And people picked it up because like YouTubers played it. And it was like, eh, like I, I saw one or two of my friends playing it, like not religiously, but way more often than I would have expected for about a month and a half mm-hmm. and then never touch it ever again, which kind of, yeah, that seemed about right. Yeah. My brother did game. the same thing. It was just, I don't know. Arc, I, I downloaded it at one point on one of my computers before I sold it and I never actually played it. Yeah. And, uh, I could probably download it on my main machine, but what's the fucking point? Right. Um, but, like, Ark got its, like, set up or whatever, and they're doing what they're doing, and there's a lot of backlash. There's a bunch of people who are saying, dude, what the fuck are you doing? There's no way in hell this game is ready for launch. And the right. other ones are like, wait a minute, you're charging 60 fucking dollars for this now? Yeah. Like, those are the two arguments. Not, like, cohesive, not, like, even, like, polar opposites. It's just, like... Nah, you're fucking wrong, yeah. but here's why. Like, people uh, people agree on the fact that it's a bad idea, but they disagree on why, which exactly. makes sense. Which I feel kind of bad, because if they're not already, those Steam reviews are probably mostly negative already. Oh um, my god, the Steam reviews... Oh, what game was it recently that went from, like, top tier... Oh! Fallout, or no, not Fallout, GTA 5. GTA 5. I where, said Fallout 5. Uh, whoever, not Rockstar, because they're the dev but the publisher was like yeah i think it was like take two or some weird not take two. It, it, it was like a, it started with an i i think i don't whatever know. but they were like hey um we're not allowing mods anymore and yep. rockstar was like that's a fucking bad idea don't do that but it lasted for about two weeks if i remember right, right. and then most it mostly it was now that online mods are banned yeah but like story mode mods they don't give half a shit They're right like, which, which whatever. makes sense because like if if you're playing a multiplayer game right you shouldn't be able to mod it that's dumb at least in my opinion no and we both agree on that because that's like we both ran into oh pc gaming at its finest but it was technically xbox but it was all run on pc okay call of duty 4 aimbot oh yeah that was all people did that shit on pc copied the code and made it run on an xbox like that was that was how that worked. That was my first... Well, I... Or, like, modded games on Xboxes. Like, that blew my mind when that first started. I remember, like, my first online real game being on the PlayStation 2. I was oh. one of the kids who used an Ethernet cable to hook up my PS2 to the internet. You're disgusting. I played Call of Duty 2 Big Red 1 Jesus online. Christ. And then Call of Duty 3. Call of Duty 3 online was actually, like, pretty legit. But yeah, Call of Duty 4, like, Modern Warfare is when, obviously, like, online gaming really hit it big. It took off. Besides yeah. Halo before it, but Halo, right. Halo did well for Xbox, but nobody played on PS2. Yeah. And then Call of Duty 4 was on both systems, and it just fucking skyrocketed. Right. And, like, I, I think that was the first game I might have owned for the PC that was, like, my own personal, like, purchase and I, I loved it, and it was amazing, and I played online, and I didn't, like, I was just young enough to not really understand, like, 
an aimbot or like hacking or cheating or like that kind of thing. And I remember playing like the map Crossfire. That was my favorite map in that game. Jesus. And that was the one with just like the highway down the middle and buildings on both sides. And if you walked into the middle, you basically just died because yes, it was a big sniper. Snipers, yeah. yeah. But you know, like every once in a while, you'd watch the kill cam and you're like, "How in the world did that guy like flick to me that quick? That right. doesn't make any sense. That guy must be really good at this game." And no, actually, he's just downloaded a little mod that you can just run alongside, and all of a sudden you're you're dead. And you're that's god. It. You're god mode. Yeah. And yeah, that it's it's I I would assume at least I I can't say for sure because I don't own a PS4, I don't own an Xbox, but. I assume PC that PC games have a lot more of a cheating problem than other console games. Oh, yeah. Just because oh, it's, yeah. it's easier. Right. Um, there's got to be cheats across the board, but... Yeah. It's probably so much easier on PC because you got these fucking script kitties and you're just going nuts. And yeah. That's you, all it you is. You can just Google, like, hey, like I want to be able to get headshots in like CSGO. And there you go. You got it. You're going to get vac banned in like two seconds. There you <laughs> go. Oh, you give me so much to talk about about PCs recently. So, uh, did you hear about the fun thing that happened after the Steam Summer Sale? Ooh, no. Uh, the, like, 40,000-plus VAC bands that went out. That makes uh, sense. Immediately after people bought a whole bunch of copies of CSGO and all their other games. That's that's generally how it goes, is, like, 12-year-olds will buy CSGO and then be bad at it because it's harder than Call of Duty and be like, well, I want to be really good at this game, so I'm going to get headshots every two seconds. And they get the number one Google result for, like, how to get headshots in CSGO.org. And <laughs> there you go. Like, that's, like, on Steam's blacklist of, like, if this computer has a cookie from any of these websites in it, just, just fucking vac them because why not? And yeah, it was some ridiculous number because people are, like, testing their hacks and shit right. on, new, on Smurf accounts. Yeah, because you can pick up CSGO for, like, a $1. penny. $1. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can pick up CSGO and you write it on your main one. So you, you Smurf account... You test your cheats and your hacks. Right. And you're like, if that one gets banned, I don't give a fuck. And then you switch back to your other account. You re-implement the heat, the cheats and bans and all that shit, or cheats and hacks. And then you get banned. And then people bitch and complain. And it's like, don't fucking cheat. Like, why is it that that's hard? What, that's what I love is people cheat and then get banned. And they're like, well, I was only cheating to see, like, what the the wall hackers see. Like, I just I, I wanted to know. And I didn't want to Google it or YouTube it or right, do any of Right, because you suck things. fucking cock. Right. Like, no. Like, you cheated. You Like, if, if you use wall hacks and you join a server and you get zero kills... And you just like walk around and like, oh, this is what wall hacks look like. You should still get banned because go fuck yourself, basically. Like that's right. opening up a door into a very, very dangerous room. It's just it's it's not something that we want to go down. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, cheaters and hackers and all that shit. Like I don't understand the point. Like once you've beaten a game, and there there is no beating to multiplayer. There is right. But once you've beaten, like, the story mode of a game, if you want to go back and you want to do, like, some fucking crazy shit and you want to get mods, be my fucking guest. Like, I get that. But, like, the people who play Fallout 4 for the first, Fallout 3 even, for, like, yeah. the first time and they go god mode immediately. Yeah. What is the point? Right. Like, that that's my biggest thing is, like, the Fallout games, I love to, like, beat the game or get, like, be as done as I'm going to be in it before I start using cheats. Right. And mostly, like, I, I will... 
yeah, I'll use God mode just to, like, fuck around. But, like, I Fallout 3, I remember going to, like, the hidden items room where it was just added, you know, a separate room full of, like, boxes and lockers full of every weapon and every armor and, like, every type of lock and everything in the game. And you can just fuck around. Right. Like, that's how I found, like, the alien blaster. And I was like, there's fucking aliens in this game? Excuse me? Like... You it, didn't go find the actual spaceship and all that shit? I did afterwards. Oh, okay. But, like, it was one of those things where I was like, what in the goddamn is an alien blaster? And then I had to, like, look it up, and they're like, oh, like, go here. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> but... Oh, so you fucking cheated, you little shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I wasn't about to wander <laughs> around the capital wasteland for nine hours trying to find a UFO. I still didn't... I never found the one in Fallout 4, and apparently it's, like, super obvious, and I just never, never walked over there, so... I stopped giving a shit about Fallout 4. That was a problem. I... I wanted to hate Fallout 4. I wanted to like Fallout 4. I just couldn't do it. When I first saw their like uh, preview footage, I was like, this game looks like booty. And I was like, I, I, I don't like it. It could be so much better. It's been so many years since New Vegas, and this is what you've given us for preview New footage. New Vegas wasn't even made by Bethesda. Well, yeah. It was made by, who was it, like Onyx? Or Obsidian. Something? Obsidian. That's, yeah. And it was some black stone, stone or something. Yeah. But like, I, I wanted to be like, this isn't as good as it could be. And it came out, and I didn't buy it. And a couple of our friends bought it, and they were like, this is pretty good. And I still didn't buy it. I waited and waited and waited until, like, a year after it came out, and it was, like, the summer sale on Steam or something like that. And it was, like, 30 bucks. I was like, all right, 30 bucks. I'll pick it up. It's had some time to mature. Maybe Bethesda's patched it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, they're still busy guy. shoving fucking Skyrim down our throats every chance they get. But I, I picked it up. for the Switch, by the way. Yeah, no. I picked it up. Eventually, you're going to be able to, like, play Skyrim on the Fallout 4 Pip-Boy, which is going to be crazy. But, like... <coughs> you fucking I've, I've done it, listeners. I've killed Sam. We did it. But, like, I picked it up for 30 bucks, and I was like, I, I, now that I own the game, I want it to be worth it. So I want to like this game. And I probably, if I could check my Steam right now, I've probably put like 120 hours into Fallout 4. I'm so sorry for your loss. It's a lot of time. I'm I'm sorry for your loss of time there. I I thought about it, and I was like, I can't honestly say that $30 for 120 hours worth of, you know, playing a game isn't worth it. But I tried to think, like, how many of those hours were, like, really enjoyable to me? Right. Like, I, I usually play a game for the story. The story in Fallout 4 sucks ass. It's not good. It doesn't make any sense. It's bad. Granted, Fallout 3 was also very bad. New Vegas was interesting just because, like, ring-a-ding-ding, baby. But... I don't know what that means. I hope I hope there are people out there who get that reference. Oh, yeah. You get to your Chandler from Friends say ring-a-ding, which is great. Um, And what in the Sam hell or what in the damn hell, something like that. I don't know. Benny's great. But, like, that was fun. Fallout 4 just didn't have a good story the characters were very forgettable the dialogue wheel was my first like sign that i didn't want to like the game okay i think mass effect did it fairly well um but like Andromeda. yeah we're, we're not gonna talk, I don't talk about <laughs> we're mass skipping effect right over that one but like the 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 dialogue wheel in fallout 4 is basically like your options you have four options you have yes you have sarcastic yes you have like bad yes like be a douchebag yes and then you have like no which means eventually you will have to say yes because either they will end the conversation until you say yes or they will say too bad like i'm making you do this or i'll fucking fight you and kill you right and if you at least in the beginning if you like run around diamond city just like checking stuff out here's 10 more quests 
just radiant quests added to your pit boy just for walking around because you overheard an npc say something about like oh it's kind of like skyrim where like skyrim if you yeah. walk around you talk to a guard and they'd be like oh this cave shimmer mist cave has got this witch in it and it would add it to your map didn't give you a quest would add it to your map that was cool because you're like oh i'll go check that out sometime yeah this just gave you a quest and it was like hey go do this now and i was like how about you fuck off like i want <laughs> i want to play this game doing what i want to do i want right. to run around like with nick valentine and be cool but no, now I oh Nick go Valentine here, was go the here. Fucking bad. He was my favorite companion, I think, in Fallout Four. You didn't have a waifu in Fallout Four. Uh oh, Curie. Curie was Bay. Uh, <laughs> you get the uh like the the nurse, the Miss Handy, Mister Handy nurse bot. Um, and she had like a French accent, and then like spoiler alert for Fallout Four, you give her like a synth body. And she's like so pure. She is pure cinnamon roll is too good for this world, basically. Like she loves what every, the fuck was that? She loves everything. She's like, oh like the surface world is so is so dirty. We should really be cleaning I'm sorry for like this incredibly racist French accent. But like, oh like people really should care about the environment more. And I'm like, you there was, blue, so there, there was like, really racist. There is a nuclear war and she just has no idea. And she's like, Oh, where are all the people? Like, is this city the best there is? And like she's kind of being like disenchanted by the like outside world, but also like she has such high hopes. It's like, oh, the medicine in this world is not as great as I hoped it would be after all this time. Like, she wants to really help people. And I'm like, Kira, you are too nice for, like, any of this. You are too good for this world. You're too pure for us. Basically, yeah. And Piper is just fucking annoying most of the time. Where I she like, like Piper. She, but I only, played, I only played the game, like, 30 hours total. Like, yeah. I didn't beat the story or anything. She, like, tries to be happy. She needs to shut the fuck up calling me blue. I, I am not about that. Call You're my me, boy like, blue. You're my boy blue. I don't care. Yeah, like I'm I'm sick of being called blue. Nick Valentine is cool just because he's like retro kind of. Um yeah. McCready was cool for about two seconds to be like, oh, I remember you as like a shithead little kid in Fallout 3, and now you're like a an adult, but also like still kind of a dick. Um Kate was just if you were running like a crazy person, that was your companion because Kate's kind of fucking crazy. Um, what was the big, um, I forget what they're called in Fallout. Strong, years. super mutant. Yeah. Strong was trying to find the milky human kindness. I that found, was... I found strong and I got strong for a while. That was fun. Yeah. Strong, like I basically fuck super mutants. They're, <laughs> they're a scum. Strong was like, Oh, strong. And I, when I play fallout for the first time, I try to be like as close to me, like making me decisions, which is really fucking hard in fallout four because your options are yes, yes, yes. And yes. <laughs> Um, what is like, no. but it's also, yes, <laughs> right. but like if, if someone's like, Hey, go do this menial task. I'm gonna be like, how about you suck my dick? Like, no, I'm not going to do that. But actually, yes, you have to now, or at least it tells you, you should. Um, but strong is like, Hey, I want to like kick the shit out of stuff all the time. I'm like, Hey, strong. Like I feel you, but like, that's not who I am. And strong is like, strong dislike that. Strong's like, no, I want to like fight shit. I want to, I want to be a badass and do all this stuff. I'm like, okay, but you don't understand. I just woke up from cryo sleep. My, my child was stolen and my wife is dead. Like I don't have time. I'm sorry. Your what is dead? My wife is dead. Your wife. Foo. Uh, no, we're, we're in rural America. <laughs> okay. We're in Boston. Boston. There's plenty of that was my other big complaint about fallout four. 
nobody said nobody went to go get some fucking chowder down at the fucking <laughs> corner store. There was none of that. None of the fucking. Nobody Boston. parked the car at the Harvard Yard. No, there's no parking the car at the Harvard Yard. It was none of that. It was everyone just talk like this. We're just you know Midwestern American accents and like because after the nuclear war, the, the the Chicagoans were the only ones that survived. So we we kept our accents. <laughs> Grab some of that sausage. Yeah, I gotta go down to the tools and get some Polish. Sausage. Go see the bears. Go see the bears. Stop bears. Stop bears. Stop bears. Dead guy. I don't know. Like, Fallout 4, like I said, I put 120 fucking hours into the game. So, like, for 30 bucks, sure. That's great. It's better than a movie. I forget who I was having this debate with, but it was something about, I think it was with Josh, maybe one of the last episodes, is what do you consider, like, your dollar to entertainment ratio? That's that's hard. Um, a lot of it depends, not necessarily, even though I was just comparing it to, like, dollar, dollars per hour. It's not necessarily per hour. I really try to think about, like, how much fun I had in the game. And, like, I don't know. Like, it's pretty much any game that's, like, $10 or under, as long as I can play it for, like, two hours, it's probably worth it. Right. As long as it's equivalent to, like, a movie ticket. Right. A movie ticket's, like, $10. So if it's equivalent to that, yeah, I'm okay with that. Right. And, like, it's it's a little bit harder. So by that ratio, 20 bucks is four hours? I, I don't know. Or is it exponential? It might be exponential. because I think a lot of it is just, like, conditional. Because we're we're sort of already... We understand that, like, a $60 AAA game has certain things that you expect from it. You expect Call of Duty to be Call of Duty every year. <sighs> I, I know. I know. But, you, like, when you buy Call of Duty, you know what you're getting. When you buy... Fair. At least, like, you... Probably you have some idea of what you're getting, right? Like you don't even, know that you don't know that necessarily the big changes for this game versus the last one, right? But you know, I'm gonna get a gun. I'm gonna be in first person. I'm gonna shoot people online. Like yeah. that is my goal. It should it should feel kind of tight. There shouldn't be super bad like latency unless like you have a shitty connection or something, right? Like, if you're playing on Walmart's fucking Wi-Fi, yeah, you're gonna have <laughs> issues. You like you you know what you're getting. So like if you pick up a game for sixty bucks, like I bought the 2015 star wars battlefront when it came out we both did for 60 dollars. yeah we did and i played it maybe like eight hours after it came out and probably six of those hours were me being like there's i'm i don't get it yet like there's probably something i'm not getting with this game like i want to know why it's 60 dollars, and i never found that yeah because it just it wasn't in my opinion worth it it, it scratched the star wars itch right but just enough and I, I don't think you it was... You didn't go back to SWOTOR. You just played Star Wars Battlefront, got a <laughs> scratch, and called it a day. Right. And, like, now I'm actually super hyped <coughs> for their upcoming Battlefront, quote-unquote, 2. <laughs> Mostly because it has a single-player story, and you get to be the Empire, which, fuck yeah. I love the Empire. I do Rebel Scum, get the fuck out, re. But, like, I'm all about the Empire in games. And the fact that it, you know, based off of their trailer footage, it kicks off right after, like, the death of the Emperor, and it bridges the gap between, like, episodes six and seven. I love that. I love that it's, like, a canon single-player story that actually means something and isn't just a, hopefully, isn't just a cash grab. And people have played it. There's been, like, closed betas that people are invited to, and they're like, it's it's pretty good. I think there's kind of a class system now. And star cards are mostly gone, but you can, like, customize your own shit. I'm like, all right, Thank sold. God. Yeah. Star and cards blue. Yeah. That was my... It, it very much seemed like it was originally meant to be, like, a freemium game. Where, like, you could buy star card packs. EA. 
EA is a publisher for that, right? I'm 95% yeah. sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. So EA has this fun thing where they think that they are a PC game that is free. Yeah. Like Hearthstone or like even Overwatch where you paid 60 bucks for it, but you can you have the option of either getting packs of like the loot crates or you can jump in and buy like 400 of them or yeah. how Hearthstone 2.0 is. EA is not that. EA, that's kind of my thing. That's why I'm cautiously optimistic. Every time EA puts out another game, I'm like... I know I shouldn't be optimistic about this, but I am. Even with Andromeda, I was like, it is Mass Effect. I want it to be good. EA, don't fuck me. And, and moving what? on from that, um, <laughs> I, I've seen what they're doing with Battlefront 2, where it's not going to be freemium, but it's going to be very much like Overwatch, where you're going to pay... I guarantee $60 for the game mm-hmm. and they're going to have all the DLC is free. All the, the new maps, all this, all that it's, it's all free. Cool. Because people fucking hated that in battlefront one. Um, but you're going to be able to do microtransactions for cosmetics, maybe some like ease of access sort of things where like you can level up to 30 to get this gun or you can pay us five bucks and you can get it now. Like that kind of thing. That makes I'm a little bit more okay with that than the way they handled like Battlefront One and the way they handle a lot of like The Sims, where like every DLC for The Sims is fifteen dollars after you pay like forty or sixty bucks for the base game. That sucks. That's stupid. But the way that they're doing it now, like they're doing a sort of Overwatchy thing with it, I appreciate that. Where you know it's it's not purely cosmetic stuff. That'd be great if they put out Battlefront Two and it's just like two dollar cosmetic items. Cool, but it's not going to be that. It's going to be like gun unlocks or, you know, advancements, basically. So I have a minute question, and right. you have you have 60 seconds to answer. I'm watching the clock. All right. So in 60 seconds, do you think Overwatch has completely changed the way we will see multiplayer games go from microtransactions to non-microtransactions? No. Uh, I don't think that... I think that if that happens, it won't be because of Overwatch. I think that's just, like, the natural progression of how, like, DL- paid DLC is going to work. I think people are getting kind of sick and tired of shelling out $15 every couple months for the new DLC. Like, people still do it. That's why it's so profitable. But I, I without looking at stats, I feel like that number is probably going down. I, I like the way that Overwatch is doing it, but I don't think they're going to be the trendsetter, really. I think they might just happen to be, like, on the cusp of it happening. I beat your fucking 60 seconds. You beat it by like 50 seconds, like yep. 30 seconds actually, but like like I don't I don't I'm not sure that I 100% agree. Yeah. Um I think Overwatch and the way that they came out where it was news, it was big news that a Blizzard title who Blizzard milked people for money on a fucking oh, yeah. monthly basis uh, oh, was man. like, "Hey, all of our DLC, all of our new characters, all of our new maps free. We're just going to throw them in the game. Uh if you guys want to spend money on fucking I don't know, loot boxes or something, you can. Like, yeah. we'll give you cool shit. Um, very much the same way as Hearthstone. Like, hey, if you want to spend money on it, you can. If not, go play the games, you get your quest, you rank up coins, blah, 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 and you can buy your shit. Right. And I mentioned earlier how I bought a couple uh, loot boxes in Overwatch, and that was not not purely, but partly out of a sense of, like, obligation almost, where, like, I got Overwatch for 60 bucks, and I have so many hours in Overwatch, and an extra, like, 5 or $10, however much I spent, I was like, they earn it. Because a lot of people don't think about it, but, like, if a game comes out like that, the, the microtransactions are what keep the DLC free. 
Yes. So if it eventually becomes not profitable for a company to put out more free LC, they won't. And I feel like Blizzard is a little bit more okay with it because they have the capital to like not really care too much. But, you know, like Call of Duty, if if they could get away with putting out free DLC because they had microtransactions, they would. But the second they were losing yeah. money... Yeah, but they have both. They have paid DLC yes. and microtransactions, yes, which is real shitty. But, like, the second a company can't afford to put out free shit, they'll stop putting out free shit. Well, um, I hope y'all like Nick. He's a cute little boy. Uh, he is single at the moment. If all any of you all girls trying to don't ever that off. <laughs> uh, but you can't find his Twitter because it's hidden behind, like, five firewalls and a proxy. I'm but... behind seven <laughs> proxies. This has been the Back Button Podcast. I'm Sam Langbartels. He is Nick Rahut. Say hi. Hi. And, uh, yeah. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at bbutton underscore podcast. You can email us at backbuttonpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at bbuttonpodcast. Things and stuff are going on. Outro music. That is the old outro. I'm just making up a tune. Speaking of that, thanks to Better Love for our intro and outro music. Uh, check them out. I think some some stuff's happening with them soon. So like, check them out on little, Twitter little and stuff. some Instagram, and uh, go talk to the boys. But yeah, should be a great time. Um, we'll have Josh back soon. Uh, if Josh is before or after this episode, we don't know when this might come out. It'll come <laughs> out eventually. But it's a good way to talk about what's going on on the PC side instead of Josh and I's usual perspective on very little PC and consoles. So it's always fun to have Nick around. Uh, expect to see more of him in different varying forms. Be sure and, to keep an eye out for those builds that we may or may not be Yeah, we'll probably get doing. to that. And uh, we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hey ya, hey ya, this is the end of the podcast playing now we are done, yeah, goodbye.